always is about spirituality and it's always about healing and it's always about making yourself better than you were yesterday. I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. to your intuition, to quit your slave job, to be brave enough to figure out how to serve your sacred purpose. Welcome back to our double episode, New Year's Day at Silver Lake Priestess. I'm excited to share with you another one of my inspirational sisters. I have been interviewing different groups of women I have been interviewing the priestesses. I have been interviewing the magicians. I have been interviewing the witches. I have been interviewing channels, psychics, and mediums. And I have been interviewing musicians, artists, creative types. People who are vessels for spirit in more than one way. Obviously, there's a lot of crossover. I myself identify with most of these different types. It's why I have these different connections and why I'm interested in hearing from all of these different women. And so I am really excited to introduce to you Sonia Marie. Sonia is somebody who I've been following for years. I've been following her work with astrology. It's been years since we've met. I've always wanted to get a reading from her. So this past October for my birthday, I decided to experience one of her readings. Now, I just thought I was going for astrology, and I had no idea what I was in for. I got a complete channeling from my grandmother, who has been gone for many years, and I, I got an astrology reading, and I also got a card reading, and the entire experience was very powerful for me. But Sonia really has a gift, and people in my life always come to me and ask me, hey, do you know a person who does this? Do you know somebody who does that? I, I have somebody who's passing on the other side. Do you have somebody that I can talk to? Do you have an astrologer? People always come to me and ask. And so what is really exciting for me about having this show is that I get to share all of my teachers, all of my sisters who I go to when I want to go have, an, have a reading or have an appointment with somebody. And so now I get to bring them forth and share them with all of you in a bigger way. And after this most powerful experience that I had getting a reading from Sonia, for my birthday, I really wanted to bring her on and share her with all of you. So here we go over to the interview, Sonia Marie. All right, here we are live on the Silver Lake Priestess podcast. I'm here with Sonia Marie. Hello. Yes, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for calling and inviting me. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm so involved with the work that you're doing nowadays and watching all of your astrology posts on Facebook and I'm in the village and we'll talk about all of that. But something that, um, so my main focus with this podcast is empowering women and everyone, but specifically women to listen to 
their intuition, to follow their intuition, and to follow their sacred purpose. And I'm interviewing different groups of women based on the women that I know um, and talking about their journey. So I have some, I've been interviewing some priestesses for the show. I'm interviewing magicians for the show. So you're the first artist musician that I'm in, that I'm interviewing for the show. And this is something that um, I'm obviously in the same boat. And I work with my, with my music and it also is part of like me listening to my intuition, but something that I've been talking about lately is that, the artists and musicians are also doing a lot of the healing work and the channeling work. And it's part of, you know, how we we receive that music anyway, we're an open channel. And right now I'm really seeing it all over that it is um, the musicians and the artists that are also doing a lot of this healing work and creating spiritual businesses. And I'm really in support of that. So I just love you. I love your energy so much. Um, I met Sonia back in like 2009 or 2010 and we were in the car with our friend Tammy and I'm a Scorpio and the both of you are cancers. And so we were just like right under astrology, like first thing. And, um, and after that, just, uh, following you and getting your emails and watching you on Periscope and seeing what's going on with your business and, and then just recently, I decided for my birthday to come and visit Sonia and get a, an astrology reading just just for fun and just to have the connection and just to see what it is that you're offering. And it was so it was it was so powerful. I also didn't realize what it was that I was coming for. And I had a very powerful channeling session with my grandmother showed up and we read cards. And anyway, so I was I was very moved and impressed by your work and so I share you all the time on my Facebook page and so I want to share you with my audience yes thank you um so yeah so we'll talk about all of your work for sure but I want to talk about I want to talk about you I want to talk about Sonia I want to talk about your journey into being a vessel for spirit and hearing your intuition and hearing the calling and tell us a little bit about your journey well, I think um, my journey starts off like everyone's in a sense. I was talking to a client yesterday, and um, he had asked, uh, are we all able to do this work? And I said, yeah, we are. But the way I like to um, say that it is, I use the analogy of an open or closed window, is that we are all intuitive. Whether we allow more of that intuition to come through is how open our window is, right? If we don't necessarily want to be responsible for what's coming in, we kind of close the window a little bit. So throughout my life, my window has been open and shut, you know, several times, depending on... Um, if I wanted to do the work, depending on who I wanted to see. And also, it's, it's about negotiating. So let me say this, is that I've always been intuitive. Um, I started off by seeing people on the other side. I asked that I didn't see them because they scared me so much. And now they come to me, like your ancestors and your guides and information, just through my head. And it's almost like you're looking at me right now, but you can tell... Um, what your kitchen looks like. You know where your living room is. I mean, your refrigerator is as opposed to your stove. It's kind of like they come to me through imaging and through energy and voices sometimes um, and smells even, right? Um, so 
I've always was able to do this. I think in my younger years, I'm 48 now, maybe 20 years ago, I um, wanted to shut it down and, you know, was just going through life, not necessarily wanting to be responsible for it because sometimes it can be a, a, a lot, especially if somebody is not ready to hear. So that's my journey, basically me trying to um, accommodate my life with what it is that God wants me to do and what it is I need to do in order to pay bills. <laughs> and then along comes astrology as a hobby, right? Simultaneously, I'm loving astrology. Um, I love talking astrology with friends, you know, 20 years ago. Um, and all of a sudden, I started to realize through spirits, um, through spirits, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um word and um, advice, so to speak, if that's the right counsel, that's the right word I wanted to use. Um, through spirits counsel, it's like, okay, once you take astrology, utilize it as a tool and, and, and tell people what it is that I'm saying through astrology. Because that's all it is, right? Tarot cards are tools, you know, um, they, these, these different types of modalities that help us to see God, help us to see spirit, help us to see what's going on in our lives. So my thing started as a hobby, but ended up, I ended up utilizing it to help people to heal, to, to, to add God's voice to it, to pinpoint certain things in a, a particular natal chart or somebody's progress chart or, you know, a bywheel of some sort or composite chart, whatever, whatever, whatever chart is necessary for that particular reading um, to allow God to say, hey, this is it in astrology, but this is what I really want to tell you. This is what you should do with it, right? Um, years ago, like within five, no, within 10 years, I just started to get serious about it because I recognized that not only were my friends um, in need of some type of assistance, but more people were, like myself even, you know? And the more I started talking, like a lot of people, the more we start showing what it is that we do, it's almost like we start believing in it more because the reflection comes back as true. So the more I start saying what it is I hear that God speaks and through somebody's chart and whatever the case may be, I, the reactions and the healing that was going on was above and beyond anything that I ever expected. And I just keep hearing, keep going, like keep sharing. Um, yeah, I hope that kind of answers it. But <laughs> um, And you definitely are sharing your... I get so much out of those videos that you post on Facebook. I think you're doing like Mondays, you know, mm -hmm. once a week. Um, giving us the weekly rundown, and I use all of that information. I need it, and um, I use it to share with others. I use it, you know, I do uh, women's circles for the new moon and the full moon, and so I use, um, I've quoted you definitely a few times. Yeah. You know what, Jane? I, um... I'm the type of person where some people, I mean, it, you might have a few listeners that may disagree with me on this, but money really never um, leads my train, so to speak, my journey and my steps. We need money to survive. It's very, very obvious. We all know it. And, but I think the more I share because I want to, the more comes to me. The more comes to my son, the more comes to my friends, the more comes to our circle and our tribe of people that are actually trying to do some good. So to me, sharing is a high. 
Like, honestly, if I get a piece of information, I just want to tell everybody. It's almost like, and here's the, the correlation, right? It's like being on stage. If you feel good in the music and in the words that you're creating, you're like, I want to perform that. I want to tell people that. I want everybody to feel the same way that I feel. And I get just like this and passionate and just, ah, because it just is coming through so fiercely. Like, why wouldn't you? If you're holding on to your gifts and that good feeling, that's some miserly shit, man. Like, you, you can't do that. God didn't put us on the planet to hold on to our gifts. Whether you're making money off it or not, somehow, some way, that energy will come back. It always does, because money is just energy. Energy is just energy. But to do it from the kindness of your heart, to do it because God said, is the first and foremost reason why I share. Does it feel the same to you? When performing? You, when you're performing, when you're channeling what is coming through. I mean, because... So obviously, like, we might have a song that we know that we're going to perform, or we might have a set that we have arranged, and that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. You know, when you're on stage and you're doing that, what comes through is totally different, and that is not something that you can plan for. Right. You have the experience that it feels the same when it's coming out of you, say, when you're doing a live, than you do when it's coming out of you when you're on stage. You know what? The answer is no. It's not the same. I think it originates from that same place, of course, from our ancestors, our guides, from that space, right? That's above and beyond us. But the total difference, and, and it feels good sharing. That might be the same. But the difference with performing is that the audience, the energy, the, the immediate gratification is poured back into you. Like, almost instantly, right? When you give readings, well, for me anyway, so much energy is coming through and people are so like in their own shit that you don't get that back. You don't get fed back. When you perform, you get fed. When you do this kind of channeling and healing work and just come, and you're allowing your body to be used, um, it just comes through and out and then I'm crashed on the floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't get that back. You have to put it back yourself. You know what I mean? A lot of self-care in which I'm learning now, honestly, after years of doing this work, how important that is to, to give myself those moments and those times and sometimes days to shut down and not talk to people because I don't want to hear about your life right now. <laughs> I've been talking to people all week about their lives. I get to hells what's going on in your life. No, I'm just joking. But, but it's that feeling like, yeah, okay, can we talk about eggs? Can we just talk about something else? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're communicating for a lot of people. So when yeah. I was there and I had no idea that this grandmother that I haven't been in communication with and wasn't very much in my life was going to show up with all the information that she had. Yeah. So you're communicating with me and dealing with all of my stuff, but you're also you're you're communicating with the other energies that are coming in so yeah. i imagine that that's a lot it's an honor believe me when i tell you I'm, I'm i'm not complaining whatsoever um i'm just learning to adjust there isn't a, a definite adjustment that needs to be made and sometimes we just have to be responsible um in, in taking care of ourselves right um yeah yeah i, I agree with you i love it you i just did my i just did my first event like mm -hmm. I performances and gatherings and things like this, but I did a three-day event and I've been learning about how to take care of my energy and I yeah. was completely 
exhausted for an entire week and I just kept trying to get back to everything and um you know honoring honoring that and honoring you know you know the hardest part is is having to um stay away and or shut down from certain people I think that's the hardest part because it's not personal why you don't want to be around certain people. You love them, but because they have their own individual journey and they go along, you know, around the world, picking up things on their own or going through life the way they go through, whatever the case may be, they have choice. So when we're so wide open because we've been doing all these readings or because we, you know, we keep open to spirit like that. And then we come around people that are just, for the lack of a better word, like, like pig pen, like just got that dust of energy that's that's on them. We can't subject ourselves to that. That makes me sad because I don't. And and, and I'm, I'm saying sad because I'm such a caring and loving person. I, but again, you have to be responsible, right? So I may not be able to go see you, but I can get on the phone and talk to you for ten minutes. <laughs> that adjustment has been the hardest for me because people take it personal. Folks take it personal, you know what I mean? Those that love you, you know, want to flip it around in an ego wars, you know what I mean? And say, well, what is it about me? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and they may not even say it, like, verbally. It's the energy, right? Yeah. So that's been, for me, the, the hardest adjustment. But as I get older, I, I learn to just go with what it is that I have to do, you know? Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about getting older. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your music. Oh, um, I am a poet. A lot of people will consider me a singer or a vocalist, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> I will definitely say that. Uh, however, I love to um, put melody and cadence to my words and the meanings behind them, some dramatics. So oftentimes it feels like it's being sung and spoken, but it's really... Uh, I mean, it's being sung, but it's really not. It's being spoken, and it's riding waves of all types of music. Um, I've, you know, I have two albums out, which are really, really old, back in the day, day, maybe like 15, about 10, 15 years old, um, maybe a little less. But the point is, is that um, I haven't done too much lately. Um, it feels like jazz. It feels like a little hip-hop. It feels like, you know, some easy jazz listening, like Michael Franks, one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, it depends on where I'm at. I choose music like I choose my words. Whatever makes me feel good, I'm rolling with it. So I don't feel like I've, I have um, an identified type of music. I really hate putting music in that box anyway. This is rock. This is hip-hop. This is, But I just take whatever it is that I feel good about and um, and put it together. I haven't performed in a while. I'm looking forward to doing that in conjunction with my astrology. So there's a there's a nice little show that's about to be evolved. I should say that's going to evolve really, really soon and um, be produced for everybody to see. So then it'll be music and poetry and astrology and a book attached to it and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I'm excited about that. But we won't speak too prematurely on that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exciting. Um, I, and I don't know if we figured this out when we first met or if it was, um, it's some, I think it was then. Anyway, I've listened to you. Um, I'm a little bit younger than you, so it was like a few years when I was out of high school, but I had the soundtrack for Waiting to Exhale. Oh, Waiting and, to Exhale. Yeah. Uh, and so 
you know, even before meeting you, like I've already heard your voice. I've already been exposed to the, the, the beautiful message that, of love really that comes out Thank of you. you. And, and that's something that was also very profound in, in our experience. I already feel safe with you and trust you and love you and all of that. But the love that comes through you through your readings and the way that you like hold and the way that you nurture and the way that you are mothering someone at the same time is very special and very healing. Well, thank you, Jamie. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, um, I've been, uh, I've been sharing that experience with people. I appreciate that. Yeah, waiting to exhale was a, a, a serious blessing, just to go back on that. Just like, you ever have one of those moments where you're like, how the heck did I get here? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not one of those stories where I can say, you know, I was up for hours dreaming about this opportunity, days and years and nights. It really wasn't. It was one of them situations that, that God ordained and was like, okay, you're going to do this poetry reading. You're going to meet this person. She's going to connect you with Babyface. This all happened in three months. She's going to connect you with Babyface. You're going to get this opportunity to do this soundtrack. You're going to have a, a waiting, I mean, a, a record deal with LaFace Records, a publishing deal with EMI, and in about a year and a half, all that shit would be gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But in between, that ride was crazy, like great adventures crazy, like Six Flags crazy. <laughs> Roller coaster. And it's a, a song, and I gave my love to you on that soundtrack, it's a song that just won't go away in a beautiful way, in the, in the best way possible, because um, it just continues to inspire. And how about this, Jamie? I wrote that song, all three verses, in like 20 minutes because I went to see oh, Kenny. Nice. Yeah, I went to see Kenny Babyface Edmonds and dude was like, uh, I got a baseball game to go to. I got to go see my son. So we need like three verses banged out real quick. And you're talking about getting thrown into a situation like, so maybe, let me take that back. Maybe I did prepare because I, I, I've always been a poet. So I guess me writing all that I wrote up until that moment allowed me to snap into that that opportunity and write 20 minutes those, that song and be done with it. And that was it. And that changed my life in a whole nother, put me on a whole nother trajectory, for real. Do, so, you, yeah. do a lot of people that find you for astrology, do they find you because of your music? Um, that's a really good question. Yeah. I wouldn't know, to be truthful with you. Um... Let me say this, a good 90%, if not 95, are all referrals. And I think people know me from me being Sonya Marie, but at the same time, I've lived in Los Angeles for 26 years. So it's kind of like my music or me being on stage and performing, but I know people. And they may have never seen me perform, but I've worked several places. You know, you get to just get to know people and I talk. You know, I'm not that kind of person who's going to sit in the party and just, you know, sit, stand on the wall. You know, I get involved and I tell people what I do and, you know, we have conversation. So I don't know, Jane. Like, I, I don't, I have to take a poll or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and how does it feel for you that you live your life guided by your purpose? That you live a life guided by God, guided by spirit. How does, how does that feel to you? Truthfully, there 
is no words that this poet can put on that answer. Um, it's beyond liberating. It's inspiring as heck to myself. It's, it makes me emotional sometimes because when you just keep hearing, just do what you're supposed to do. Do what I'm telling you to do. Like your belief system expands exponentially. Like I really can't, I can't, I can't even describe it. The faith that I have in my creator and the faith that I have in my ancestors and my guides, you know, the faith that I have in the prayers that leave my, my mouth and part my lips, the faith is just bigger than I've ever imagined. It's larger than this universe can hold. And honestly, although I sound autistic, it's so real because that's what keeps me moving forward. I'm so blessed to be able to be in a city for 26 years. I have help from my mom a bunch of times. I've had help from friends a bunch of times. But at the same time, it's God saying, stay where you are. Do what I tell you to do. And I'm going to allow you to be a, um, not only a vessel, but a little bright light for a few people. So they can take that and be bright lights for another few people and be bright lights for another few people. Like... <clears throat> There's no real answer to that other than the fact that I'm beyond grateful and liberated by it. It gets rough because the human in you wants to step inside, or I should say, say step in to the equation and take over, you know? And the human in you becomes real fearful of how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to do this? I want a bigger house. I want a bigger car. I got nine kids as opposed to one. I got to make this happen. I need that 401k, blah, 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 blah. Like all of these different variables that we were taught and, 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 and raised on having because we were raised to believe that we have to compare ourselves with everybody else in society, right? Um, what I do and what we do goes against all that. It goes against all that. So... It gets tough, but you always got to snap yourself back into that voice. Do what I tell you to do, please. Mm -hmm. Just do what I tell you to do. Trust me, you'll get that money for the bill. Just do what I tell you to do, please. And that's all I keep hearing. So the older I get, the easier it becomes because I have a track record of how God saved me <laughs> the whole way. How can I not believe? That's beautiful. That's real. Yeah. So tell us about your astrology business. Um, well, first of all, I write for Essence Magazine, <laughs> uh, which is actually, you would think would be the, the big French door opening to the world. <laughs> um, and it is to a certain extent, but like I said, 95, close to 95% of my, my clients are word of mouth. Um, but Essence is dope because I'm able to utilize my love of words with my love of astrology and write down what could possibly happen given energy that you put in and what, I, what the universe has, what could happen in that month in like six sentences. <laughs> that's, that's a daunting feat. Um, however, I take on the challenge every month for the last four years because it's been like, I can do this. We can do this, right? Like we can just look at a kitty. Oh yeah. I've got a few of those guys here. Hi. Hello. It's like um, that. So that helps. Um, I love reading 
So every astrologer is different, you know. There are some really technical astrologers that love the mathematics and the, the geometry behind the thing because Western astrology, Ayurvedic astrology, all types of astrology is extremely vast. It's as vast as our universe, you know, portends, right? Um, to me, as a cancer and as an artist, that vastness can be really daunting. Like, it, it can look like way too much for me. A lot of astrologers are very good with technical stuff, and that's how they read. But for me, again, I utilize spirit. I, I let God tell me where exactly where to go on somebody's natal chart, progress chart, whatever chart I'm reading, that would help them in that moment. Like, what's important? You dig what I'm saying? So that's how I fuse what it is that I hear with, with the tool that's in front of me. Um, and even writing um, astral, uh, the essence, like, what do you want me to say? As opposed to what is actually going on and, and make it cute and make it, you know, funny and make it precise. It's more healing than anything. It always is about spirituality and it's always about healing and it's always about making yourself better than you were yesterday. Why not? What are we here for if we're not getting better, you know, if we're not learning ourselves again? Because I think we came in knowing who we were and we forgot along the way. So we, you know, I, I use astrology to help us in spirit, to help us get back to that so we can empower ourselves. We need to take our power back. We give it away way too much, way too much to the men and the women in our lives who we're sleeping with, to our bosses, to society, to the government. Everybody takes a little piece of us all day, every day. And I try to utilize this, this, this tool and this, this avenue to help people put themselves back together so they can feel powerful and resilient and knowledgeable and love every single day or whenever they get to read. The information yeah. helps them to feel that prayerfully. Yeah, it's true. Your your messages are really empowering. They they call the person out to take responsibility for this for themselves and for their behavior. But also, and it is there's that that's that New York side of me that makes yeah. them. I want to call them out. <laughs> you know, you're full of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, we do. We need that so that we can so that we can look. And so, you know, especially when, when it's, when you're using the astrology, that's the thing that's great about astrology is like, you can really call out these negative aspects and this negative behavior that, that is in, you know, us and that we can really see it because we can feel it right now because of the intensity of what is going on. And so you're right. able to call people out. You can call people out that are watching you, but you're also calling the other people out in their lives so they can see it. And then, you offer compassion. You offer a way in which the person can work on themselves to heal their situation, to heal themselves. And, and you also offer compassion for the person and then the way that they can also view what's going on in their life. And I, I think that is what something that is really important about what is going on right now in this great awakening and this information age is that information is available to us and people who really understand it or that spirit is using that, um, that platform or that information to communicate these messages to us. It's, it's, it's here for us to understand, you know, you have a whole village of people that are participating in understanding this astrology with you and they're applying it to their lives. And it's so great. I've been into astrology for a long time, but even, 
you know, like 15, 20 years ago, it was something that I was just one of those people that was into astrology and I'd be like rattling off about these things. But most people just weren't interested or didn't understand what it was that I was talking about. But people are really interested in all of this nowadays. And so people are hearing the messages and using it. And I appreciate that about about what it is that you're um, presenting in the way that you do. I think it's interesting to hear about the math and all of that. But if if your mind isn't that way to understand it in that way, then you can't use the astrology. Right, because there's nothing wrong with that. If that's how you internalize information from an analytical, practical standpoint, you know, more, more power to you. God speaks to all of us in whatever language that we can understand. That's the real. That's the real, real. I, this is just the way that, that we do it, right? That's necessary. And I, I'm grateful. I'm just so grateful. Thank God. I'm just grateful. Oh, grateful for you, Sonia. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us about the village. The village is bomb diggity. This is the second year that we um, actually had a little installment of it. I took a break for a minute um, and then came back with the village part do. <laughs> and it's a nice little collective of folks, private group collective of folks on Facebook. And um, I do like a weekly rundown that usually lasts for a good 45 minutes to an hour of everything, um, astrologically speaking, that's happening within that week. And then we talk spirit, of course, we talk healing aspects in between all of that. Um, I give people their natal charts. Um, we talk about big events, like the Two that's about to happen in January, two eclipses that are happening in January on the 5th and the 21st. There's some more, there are two more eclipses in July that we'll talk about, and then there's a last one in uh, for the next year. There's another one in December. So there are five eclipses. So we get into that because everybody has their natal chart. We can show exactly where these, these eclipse moments are happening for them. Um, and then people rattle off questions and share information. And um, I am the type of person that, especially in a reading, that I never like people to walk away with a question mark or I didn't really get that part. So I go hard like that. I mean, we're going to make you understand. We are going to make you understand until you get it. Like we're going to do whatever we need to do, use whatever analogies in order to, and you know, infuse the understanding of astrology. So that's that. And there's these beautiful people from all over the country, really, that are strangers, but share their lives and share very intimate things about themselves, I believe, um, who are just trying to heal. They, folks are just trying to get better. And they want to get better with folks that look like them and that feel like them, who are in the same space. And, and I'm the type of person where I'm, I'm a leader in the sense that I want to teach so you can take it and fly. Like, I don't want you to come back. <laughs> Somebody asked me, why don't you do like coaching and stuff? And I'm like, that's way too much of an investment. <laughs> For my heart anyway, you know what I mean? Because then I'm like family to you now. I got to feel you all day and night and I'm an empath. So I don't really want to hold on to you. I want to be able to show you what it is that I know and take that and then fly. Or learn something else somewhere else, you know? Ask some questions. And so that's what the village is about. Like, take the information and fly. Build on it. Be your own student and teacher after what it is that we open you up to. You dig? Yeah. yeah. You're doing your readings, too. Tell us a little bit about what you're reading what, what it entails. So the most popular reading that um, we offer is a 90-minute reading. Um, and it consists of three levels, so to speak. The first half an hour is usually me rattling off information from spirit. And your ancestors and your guides usually show up 
sometimes they tell you their names or they definitely show their faces so I'm able to describe who they are. And they go, yeah, that's my Uncle Paul, you know, or whoever the case. Most of the time they're on the other side. Sometimes they're here um, on the planet still and um, they have a way of connecting with you. Um, the third part of that is that with spirits assistance and guidance, uh, we go to your natal chart usually depending on if you're a repeat client, we may use another type of chart. But typically it's the natal chart that we um, we use and we talk about your personality and what's happening in the stars at the moment and how you, your personality, because that's what astrology is about, right? Devising your personality and your destiny as you travel, um, showing you what you need to do in this moment in time, in your chart. And then thirdly, we spread um, my favorite deck that I've had for 25 years. I have, I have several decks, but the one that I use for my clients um, are the Oshu Zen tarot cards. Um, and we do a five-card spread, and that helps to, like, solidify the whole read. It kind of puts an exclamation point on it. So if you had any questions throughout it, that, that card reading goes, yeah, this is the real deal. Like, it, it just puts a stamp on it. And yeah, a lot of information comes through a lot. Um, sometimes people, you know, record it or take notes and some, sometimes people just take it in and absorb it like through osmosis or something. But um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I love doing it. Yeah. Um, and you can check it out on my website. Uh, usually they're $300 for that 90 minutes, but recently I've been offering a lot of specials for 175. So people can always get in contact with me via my web website at wordlifeastrology.com or um, just email me at wordlifeastrology at gmail. And they can, can they experience the entire reading online just like this? Um, FaceTime, on the telephone, um, FaceTime. I mean, uh, Facebook has a little video chat. We can do a video chat if they don't have FaceTime. Um, or face-to-face. -face. I'm, I'm in North Los Angeles, so, yeah. And, and I very highly recommend this. If you're feeling like you resonate with Sonia and you want to check this out, it, it was so powerful for me. I was just going just to, you know, what it is that you're offering. And it was, it was changed some things in my life. It was very powerful. So very much recommend that. So, um, before we wrap up, I would love, and I'm sure everybody would love, uh, to hear a little bit about what we can look forward to in this next year with the astrology. Um, and, you know, I share you all the time, so I'm assuming that people who are listening here and listening to us today have already seen you on my page. Uh, so you don't have to give us a lot. You know, we can follow you and find you, but, you know, if you could just give us something. Well, forgive me if people have heard this already, but I, I really want to hone in on the fact that two things is that we have these wonderful eclipses happening um, in January, but also tomorrow. Um, I've been telling my close friends this, and I haven't. I said it in a village, I believe. Tomorrow, Uranus, which is the planet of innovation and sudden surprises, like out of the blue left left field kind of like, what? I didn't even see that coming. Um, that particular planet will be trining the sun. So trine is just a, a way of saying, the technical definition is one particular planet is 120 degrees away from another planet. So Uranus will be 120 degrees directly from the sun. 
So when these surprise, these, with, uh, when Uranus supports these surprises and the sun is the ego, the sun is the core you, the sun is basically and obviously the illuminating factor on your life. When they come together, like surprises come out of nowhere to help you shine. Surprises, hence the sun. Surprises come out of nowhere to like put you off on a new path and, and a new innovative path um, and new trend settings, like things that you have no idea, like I could actually do that. I've been given this opportunity and I think I can do that. And it came from left field. What a gift. So that's tomorrow. Um, and you may not feel it on Friday, but you will feel it throughout the weekend in some kind of way. I like to encourage your listeners. Um, that they don't judge the, 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 the size of the prize. Oftentimes, as human beings, we get caught up into, um, all right, then I'm going to win that lotto and, you know, get $4 million, $400,000 million, whatever. Um, and that's a good surprise. Yeah, that is a good surprise. But also, walking, uh, walking by a wonderful array of flowers is a surprise in which you've never felt before. Why? Because maybe that, that array and that bouquet of flowers brings you life. All of a sudden, you see colors in ways that you've never seen before. So now everything is colorful. You dig? You didn't pay for that. You can't pay for that. Maybe that surprise and that beauty lightens your heart so much where you've been closed for seven years because your dude, you know, dogged you, you know, and then all of a sudden this bouquet of flowers opens up your heart again. That's a surprise which, I mean, I would love that surprise. <laughs> you know, what I'm, the, the point is, is that don't measure it. Don't judge it. And try not to look for it, but you'll know it when, it when it touches you. Next month, January, like I said, January 5th and the 21st, we have two eclipses. The first one is in Capricorn, 15 degrees Capricorn. So if any budding astrologers out there want to know um, how it will show up for you, is if you look where 15 degrees Capricorn is in your natal chart, that's where the eclipse will fall. Eclipses are major changes. Some Somewhat like Uranus, it kind of takes you off your, your feet. Changes that come that, that you don't even see, but literally alter your entire world. That's why they're so important, right? Um, from a pipe bursting in your house and all of a sudden you have to move, but you've been wanting to move. you just kind of been sitting on your ass about it. So with this pipe bursting now, you're forced to go. Um, that's a major eclipse change, you dig? Um, how <clears throat> to be in Capricorn. So uh, uh, the, the, the new moon eclipse on the 5th is more about new ways in which you will be responsible, more disciplined, more ambitious towards your goal. And then where does that fall in your life? Is it in your fifth house of love? Does it fall in your seventh house of relationship? Whatever. The 21st is zero degrees. It's an eclipse. Uh, in zero degrees Leo. So wherever that is in your chart, you can see where that falls. And it's a full moon eclipse, so things will come to an end. Things will come to an end, um, and usually that's the way the universe works, right? In polarities. When something starts, something has to end. So it's not a bad thing. It's just the way you, you know, have to empty something out in order to get something new. Again, that ending, <laughs> because it's in Leo, will show up a little dramatic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Show up a little fiery because it's in Leo. Show up with a lot of courage and will wrapped around it, you know? Um, maybe it has to do with, um, I don't know, creativity in some kind of way because it is Leo. 
But um, those are the things we have to look forward to. Now, here's the thing. When you have, we always have eclipses that are happening throughout a year, but when five of them show up in one year, you can expect major changes in your life, like incredible changes. Again, not like the Uranus changes, but changes changes in a way that, that just sets you off on a new path and a new trajectory, in which I think we all need, Jane. I think we all have been working our tails off. We all have been healing in so many different avenues in our lives and areas in our lives that we need a break. We need a break to be able to smell something new and do something new. And, you know, it's like a refresher. You know what I mean? It's been hard. The past 10 years have been crazy. Since 2009, it's been very interesting. This past year has been pretty intense. The astrology is just... Mm-hmm. How many eclipses? This past year has been, like, emotionally intense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we started crazy. with the full moon in Cancer last year on the 1st. Yeah. And, yeah, with all those retrogrades and everything in the summer and all of the... Yeah. Anger really coming up, a lot of anger and frustration, and um, a lot of change coming from that. But I, I felt like the eclipses were really powerful this year as well. How many did we have this year? I believe we have four, if I can remember off the top of my head. We're gonna have one. No, no, no. We have five this year too. I'm sorry, because there was three in the summertime, and then there was two at the top of the year. We have five as well. So along with the eclipses, and then all them, um, you know, in the summer there was six planets retrograde at one time. For about two weeks, that was yeah. just stupid. Just stupid. I mean, because it was great, we got a, we got tons of stuff to process. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The way I see it, it's just like the toilet bowl just exploded, and now you got to wipe the shit off the walls. <laughs> it took like four months to wipe it down, and you're like, damn, this shit stinks, but I got to do it. But the why I love astrology and the universe so much, and God above and beyond anything, is that we always get rewarded for what we're doing. Yeah. Always. Like, there's always a flip side of that. So we just have to be patient and wait for that and do the work. Yeah. Do the work because when when the rewards come, you want to be able to, like, really enjoy the rewards because you bust your butt. You just don't take the rewards because you've been sitting on the couch. I mean, you can't appreciate it. Yeah. Do the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm really... That's one of the reasons why I like to share astrology because I feel like you could see the why inside. Yeah. And see yes. the gift inside of it, and right, right. also why why it would come up. So people just people just that know a little bit about astrology like to get real negative about the retrogrades and oh, it's this because of this retrograde and it's this reason why. But rather right. than looking at it as like somebody is digging up all of the stuff for you that you need to work on. So as, as soon as you work through it, then it's not sitting there anymore. And that's why I love Scorpio energy so much. You know, you, you guys get such a bad rap because of the fact that you don't mind going deep into the belly of the beast. Everybody else wants to play superficial, but there is a wonderful gem waiting in that belly of the beast that only Scorpio energy understands. I ride with y'all. I ride with y'all in that regard. Because at the end of the day, what's going to happen? Like, who's going who's gonna to kill you? Ain't no, ain't, I mean, how could you die? How could you die? <laughs> you know, wiping shit off the walls. You may get messy, but you'll do it. You have to do it, and a lot of signs won't. So thank you for being here. <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff in Scorpio, so 
um, I have a lot of experience with that and I'm grateful for it because yeah, it, I hear you. you know, it helps me to guide other people into working with that stuff. And I, cause you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can honestly say, yeah, I've been there. To be honest. Huh? And I almost go towards it. I see, I see this big pile of mess or I dig for it inside of myself. Good for you. Um, you know, this year has been a lot of me confronting things that I didn't even know was there and like fear of being seen. When I created my business and had to step out, there was a lot of stuff that I had to deal with. And I was, it was very exciting that I found it, right. but it was um, crazy to have to deal with. And that's also why I'm inspired to just help also motivate, push, activate other women to do the same, especially if they are, we are all working for spirit, right? But some of us really strongly feel the call to be, a, because we're a vessel for spirit and we have the messages, yeah. but you have to face all of your own shit in order for that stuff to come out. Otherwise, it just gets stuck. It won't come out. It does. It really, really does. And then there's some people out there that goes, well, how are you chosen? And again, I want to reiterate, we're all chosen. Yeah. You're just choosing to do the work. You're choosing exactly. to listen to the intuition and choosing to follow it. And like you Absolutely. said, it's not all, it doesn't feel like the safe path at all. Right. Most of us are, have trained ourselves and have been trained that to not listen to your intuition. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, to choose the, to choose the path that makes sense or, um, you that's know, not practical. That's, that's visible. That's obvious. That's a plan. You know what I mean? That's been proven, you know, following the, the freaking order of things, you know, we're not meant to follow. Not everybody is meant to follow, no. you know, mm -mm. follow your intuition. That's exactly. the thing. I'm all about like this freedom and this being individual about it. But actually where I get all that from is by serving my purpose. And Absolutely. Intuition. Because that's our higher self, whatever people call it, whether it's God, goddess, intuition, inner self, higher self, your angels, your ancestors. Buddha, Mary, Jesus. Aspects, yeah. They're all different aspects of the same, of the same thing. They all make up the whole. Absolutely. So, um, you know, and it's us, it's, it's us with our best interest guiding ourselves. That's right. That's right, Jamie. I like that. Yeah. And I appreciate that you do this work. And um, I have experienced so much like healing and opening because of the work that you're doing. And I love you, Sonia. I love your energy. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on the show and thank you for all of everything that you share. And I definitely highly recommend to all of you to check out Sonia's lives. She's doing them on Facebook um, every Monday. Check out The Village and get a reading from her. Wordlifeastrology.com. And I will put all of your information in the show notes. So if anybody's looking for um, how to find you and they're not writing anything down, um, it'll be there. And this episode will be up on the podcast too in about a week. I appreciate it. And congratulations on all the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I really, right. really keep opening your heart. Love you. Love you too, Sonia. Bye. -bye. Bye.